Blog Talk Radio. violations 
of both federal and state laws accusing them of criminal fraud for importing foreign workers for the sole purpose of replacing American workers and excluding them from any consideration for employment, a right guaranteed by the Constitution, simple because they are American or green card holders. Well, then why don't we lock the doors of all Disney corporations and well, stop them what, out? Well, that's what this guy's saying. These jobs are not being transported overseas. Rather, the labor is being imported here, and the U.S. workers must train the incompetent replacements. On behalf of these clients, Mr. Otto uh, filed an administrative complaint with the state of California uh, to prepare the way for two lawsuits against both Disney Corporation and the Screen Actors Guild uh, for violation of both federal and state laws. Uh, Disney's board of directors and senior management have made the conscious decision to abandon the American people by excluding them from their workforce. According to uh, Disney, uh, current uh, current Disney Disney managers, a few U.S. workers who were not not fired in the first round of job terminations are now being targeted for future job discharge by downgrading their job duties, marginalizing their status by assigning them tasks that should be done by a new hire, and ostracizing them for for management meetings and gatherings. Clearly, Disney's number you no U.S. worker employment policy is in motion to achieve its goal. Disney is expected to rely on the term outsourcing labor, uh, which in its uh, which is a misnomer for misused in many its assistances um, as an excuse for committing illegal acts. U.S. companies are no longer sending jobs overseas. Instead, Disney is importing foreign workers for the sole purpose of replacing American workers, intending to exclude them from any consideration for employment. Competent workers are replaced right here in America by exclusion from equal access to employment, a right guaranteed by the Constitution, simply because they are American or green card holders. Green card, rather. While it has always been written into American genetic code, uh, the proposition that the United States will always protect American jobs, today reading this is pulp nonfiction. Uh, uh, the current Vegas School of Corporations is greed gone wild in a, dis- in a direct assault on American values, money system, and our economic future, past and future. To avoid the abyss towards, uh, toward which we are headed, Otto is launching a high-profile lawsuit against Disney to reveal the deception of Disney's illegal employment practices in order to force Disney to do right. Otto has sued several employers with um, uh, successful results as an attorney for the state of California, prosecuting employers for illegal civil rights violations. He opened his own law office in 2002 and had prosecuted employers for various civil rights violations and illegal conduct. Currently, uh, Otto represents 18 U.S. workers fired because they were not foreigners in a $200 million legal action against Cognizant Technology Solutions and Molina Healthcare, Inc. With Otto leading the way, workers are fighting mad and fighting back, and in the end, Americans will win because that's That's the the American American way. And this article goes on quite a ways, but uh, um, we can read a little more of it, but... um, I'll call him in about uh, in just a few minutes. Well, what you really need but, to do uh, is email me that I never got it. Well, I did email it, so no. you can read it when you... When it's you not know. here. I did not get it. You didn't email it. 
not been received. No, that's too far along. You, if you just emailed it, Leo. I emailed it from uh, What time did you email it? Well, this is the afternoon now. Would it be in the top? Well, where's the This is the top right here. That's it? Mm -hmm. Your last email was at 2 o'clock? Mm -hmm. That's weird. Well, anyway, uh, let me try again. Hmm. How odd is that? Uh, you, um, yeah, we so we we have this guy with us coming, uh, uh, James Otto, with us tonight, and hopefully we will. Hopefully, I can get this. Uh, I hope so. I hope so too. I mean, that's that's quite a thing, though. That's what Disney is doing. I mean, it's it's appalling. Pretty, pretty darn bad. Yeah, pretty pretty darn bad. Okay, it's sent over to you, so hopefully you'll get it one day. Your snail mail. And, see, um, go back to it. Trouble over here. Okay, here we go. All right, so. I should have gotten it. Yeah, well, I must be blocking it. Anyway, to understand the current situation, hopefully I understand that three immigrant categories. When a foreigner wants to come to the United States to live and work, he must first get permission from the U.S. government. The first category of immigrant is the individual who enters the U.S. Um, prematurely without proper documents, thus is known as the illegal or undocumented immigrant. The second category of immigrant is the individual who does wait for receipt of proper documentation before entering the U.S., thus is known as the legal a documented immigrant. And the third category of immigrant is the work preference immigrant who does not request permission to be admitted into the U.S. Rather, a U.S. corporation must refuse to hire any U.S. worker and offer a U.S.-based job to a foreign immigrant. Can you imagine that? That's what they do. They have to refuse to, to offer any, any U.S. jobs to U.S. workers. The impact of the American family that lost their jobs to the foreign workers is horrendous. In addition, the U.S. taxpayer is forced to pick up the tab to support the unemployed masses. The U.S. taxpayer antes up the trillion-dollar bill for the 8 to 12 million unemployed and the lost values of their homes and the lost education of their children, all of which puts a tremendous strain on U.S. economy. It is necessary to know that foreign workers do not pay taxes and the U.S. corporations do not pay Social Security taxes for the immigrant workers. Who, use, uh, who uses the government health, net, schools, roads, and other infrastructure. Also, foreigners send their savings home to their countries uh, of origin, thus depriving the U.S. economy of any extra earnings from their savings. Um, Wall Street has lobbied Congress for no limits on, on, on employment preference immigration with such energy that, according to Professor Norman Metloff, Prominent members of Congress publicly admitted that they approved the, un the employment preference visas because of corporate campaign contributions. Yeah. The devil's in the donors. And Congress has lobbied and paid a lot of campaign contributions, then repealed the protections for American workers. Congress agreed to allow the immigrants to come to the U.S. to seek permanent worker status, even with the presence of qualified U.S. workers. 
Americans feel the disconnect between no jobs available and importing millions of foreign workers to replace competent, tax-paying Americans. It is purely coincidental that from 2008 through 2010, 8.4 million foreign workers found U.S.-based jobs, while according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics, during the same time period, the U.S. lost approximately 8.4 million jobs. How can a company make record profits if it cannot afford to employ workers? Even during the recession, corporate profits skyrocketed, and coincidentally, politicians collected millions of dollars from corporate campaign gifts. To see why the disconnect is real, you can view, the, view it on a YouTube video. The result is an, in, is an inequality that is rapidly undermining democracy. Like an odorless gas, every corner of our country is being sapped of its strength. The evidence of the economic pollution is everywhere. As Bob Dole once said, the poor don't contribute to campaign funds. Our government is consistently favoring the rich. This is a sad source of the problem. Okay. And it says uh, James Otto, uh, the guy coming up tonight, I hope, a former uh, Marine Corps officer in the 70s, is uh, in the 1970s, an attorney based in Norwich, California. Norwich, North California. Ridge. Northridge, I'm sorry, California. He served as an officer in the United States Marine Corps from 76 to 1980. From 1996 to 2002, he worked for the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, uh, prosecuting violators of California civil rights laws in both uh, employment and housing. Well, and uh, presently, he is developing new legal theories to protect American workers and green card holders. We'll have to ask, ask him if he's going to hold the candidate's feet to the fire on well, this trying. He's topic, trying, yeah. and if we could get, if he can get that topic into the debate. Well, he's just saying that. Where do some of our potential present, and he's going to talk about that tonight. All right, so let, let's... Um, That's let's, really scary stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, it is. Let's see where we can get over there tonight. Real scary stuff. I, I hope it would be a good question to see how they answer it in the debate. And... I wonder where they stand on this, or if they even have an interest in it since the people give so much money. You have reached the law office of James A. Otto. Please leave your name, telephone number, and a brief message. If your issue is urgent, please call my cell phone at 818-268-5450. Thank you, and have a nice day.
We're going to dial that number one more time, folks. Why don't you call his cell phone? Well, I will, but uh, the problem here is this is for some reason isn't hanging up. Okay, let's try this one one more time. Okay. So, um, I'm hoping his, his publicist told him. You have reached a lot. Of Let's get the cell phone. All right, I got one more, one more try here, folks. So hopefully this will work out. Uh, let's see. This one works. wanted to, 
But that's actually contrary to the law. The law has sets up certain mandatory requirements to import workers, such as they're not supposed to replace U.S. workers, and you have to pay, they have to be high. Yeah, and it says they have to be highly competent in their profession. And, you know, I, I have abundance of witnesses who will say these guys who are coming over, they don't know what they're doing. They don't even know if they're IT folks. They don't even know basic computer language. And um, and then, of course, they have to pay them a minimum. They have to pay them either $60,000 or the prevailing wage in the area, which they never do. Um, they always pay them less than the $20,000. In fact, there was a, a class action filed up in San Francisco uh, against a company called Tata, um, which is an, an importing company, one of those uh, companies that exists only to import bodies into the U.S. to take away U.S. jobs. But what they would do with their Indian employees is Tata would offer to be nice to them and help them file U.S. tax returns, but in exchange... The Indian worker, who's only being paid thirty thousand a year, had to sign over the tax refunds to them, which means that even they, pay, they, got, they made maybe twenty thousand dollars. So uh, oh. when it was all done, so and, and of course that's you know, how did, and, uh, yeah, how did so, they get away with it? Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, uh, unbelievable criminal. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. How did well, they get away with it? Is the government doesn't uh, enforce the laws, and, and they don't do so on purpose. Um, you know, you, you uh, start off with uh, a gentleman named Norm Metloff, who was a, a professor uh, at UC Davis, who has been researching this, this issue for about 30 years. And, you know, he has quoted, you know, prominent members of Congress who said that this guest worker visas uh, are not good for the American people because they're going to lose their job. And they're great for the corporations, but Congress voted for it, according to these prominent congressmen, uh, because the campaign contributions were just too big to to turn away. Um, and you know this this makes sense because that uh, this guy named Jack Abram Abramoff, uh, who or is it Abramson? Well, he uh, Abram, he was convicted. Yeah, he's in jail now, right? Uh, or he, yeah. he spent his time in jail. Abramoff. I, I, yeah, I think he's still in jail. Although it seems to me I might have heard uh, him. he's getting he got at least five years for that Indian thing that he did there. Um, yeah, but it, but he was uh, he was convicted for influence peddling with Congress. Oh, yeah, and there oh, was yeah. there was testimony that you know he had spread around about 120 million dollars to various congressmen, um, <laughs> and um, you know from this money comes from Microsoft and and all those big you know. Uh, Silicon Valley corporations. And well, actually, wasn't it wasn't it more from the uh, Abramoff was more from the uh, uh, the Indian tribes that he was uh, he was tro- screwing over, or the one you know he was working both sides in the middle trying to get the he was being paid by the by the casino uh, companies to try to lobby for for Indians and then I don't know he, he got all caught up in that so he uh, yeah he got caught up that was. You know, those were the charges that were publicized. The charges that were not publicized, but for which evidence was submitted, was that he represented some high-tech companies spreading around, you know, hundred million dollars to Congress. Uh, but what's curious is that after the trial, after he's convicted and sentenced, then um, Congress—I'm trying—I just went blank. The uh, senator from Arizona, 
Oh, you ran for president? Kyle or, or uh, McCain? Yeah, John McCain. Sorry. Uh, John McCain then collected all those documents, some 70,000 documents, and put them under congressional seal, not to be opened until 2065. Um, well, what a document, you know, in a public trial, and, and Congress decides to make it a secret, a state secret, um, So, which, is, which, which adds to more curiosity, because uh, Abraham Hoff's old lobbying firm is still paying John McCain 150000 a year for doing nothing. Like, really? Holy cow. Oh, that guy is so corrupt. Yeah, McCain? Oh. Listen, listen. I want to ask you what What do you think of Trump? Uh, what do you think of Trump's uh, policies here, immigration policies? What does he? Uh, does that Does any of that make sense, or, or is he more of a? Is he a? Where does he stand? Is he an illegal employer as well? I mean, what? Yeah. What What is the? You know uh, his position. What What should we actually look at with him, or what should we believe about well, him? Well, I don't know. For me, for me, it's too early in the process to tell. I, you know, he, he says the right things politically to get uh, votes, but I don't know if he's going to do the right thing. Um, he's a, he's, you know, he's a big corporation, and corporations uh, desire this, this, these guest worker visas uh, so that they could put, well. Uh, they, they, they desire these guest workers visas so they could bring in foreigners to replace Americans. Okay. But if and he, if he what, yeah. what about Bernie Sanders? This this seems no, just, like just, something that would appeal to to his uh, campaign me, position. If I could just ask, just say for, before before you answer, uh, Trump's whole policy is to stop this stuff with the with the immigrations, with the with the immigrants. Yes. Stop this. But you know what he's referring. What he's referring to. Is um, the uh, illegal aliens coming across the, the Mexican border? He's not referring to the other H-1Bs who come in from Canada or who come in from the Asia, from the Asian countries. So uh, at least he's not spoken to that. So I, I don't know. All of them, yeah, because he plans to to, to cut uh, Chinese, uh, you know, everywhere. He, he plans to to stop this stuff. Everywhere and uh, start putting huge tariffs on on, on American products and uh, or not in American products but imported products and trying to get to develop a U.S. industry again. But I, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't fully trust the man. And uh, you know, he's a, he's a populist um, Republican, you know. But yeah. uh, and the last well, if time that's we had what one, Donald... last time we had one sorry, of those ahead. guys, Eddie Roosevelt, yeah, yeah. Well, if that's what Donald Trump intends, and if that's what he does, it's, it'll be good for the American American population and for American business. Um, you think? But you, have you been able so, to talk to, uh, say, or influence any of the Democratic candidates like Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton? What is their position on guest workers? Do you know? Well, let me start off with Bernie, and then I do have some interesting news on uh, Hillary Clinton. But... Uh, with Bernie Sanders, I've not been able to talk to him directly, although I'm reaching out to uh, one of his campaign managers to clarify his position. On his website, he seems to favor increased immigration. He seems to. Uh, and, and I think that needs to be clarified. 
although there there are news reports and, and congressional records where he's actually opposed the H-1B program. And an H-1B program is one of those guest visas uh, preferences that I mentioned earlier yeah. that allows allows the employer to bring in imports, imported uh, workers to replace U.S. workers. Um, but, but yeah, he's so, so gun ho uh, uh, worker. I would think he would, you know, he would be uh, anti uh, insourcing. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I would. I would, I would think. So. Especially, you know, some of the comments he's made uh, in, in Congress that, that he's been quoted as saying. So uh, I, I would I would probably say at this point I, I would favor him as a candidate to be uh, anti, you know, guest worker visa. Um, but you know, I, I haven't been able to to get a clarification from that from from him. So I don't know. Now, with Hillary, on the other hand, we know that she wants to to eliminate all immigration barriers and have an absolute 100% free flow of foreign workers into this country. Um, you know, as Secretary of State, she, sp- she spent over approximately 50 to 60 million U.S. dollars to build uh, um, computer schools in, in uh, Sri Lanka, Albania, Armenia, Armenia uh, with the intent of that these graduates, these foreign graduates would then be imported into the U.S. to take U.S. jobs. Under the H-1B program, and and that's well documented. And and when she was Secretary of State uh, in 2010, she sent a memo, which I happen to have, to the embassies in India, U.S. embassies in India, uh, authorizing them to accept and process all guest worker visas with an unlimited number. And um, the H-1B has been limited by by Congress to 60 or 80,000, to 80,000 per year. And she was telling everybody in writing, take limitless. And that's a, and, and then you listen to her, you know, her, some of her speeches and, and what she says, and, and I think it's it's very easy to believe that she wants to to lower or to eliminate all immigration barriers, which is not too surprising because there's a gentleman named Alan Greenspan, who um, pretty famous economist, sort of the economist to the point since uh, Nixon, and he just retired, and he was the economist for for Bill Clinton. Um, and he retired, and he's now published a book, and he's now on the, the, the speech-giving circuit, and he's quite proud of his, his philosophy, which is to eliminate all immigration barriers for free flow of foreign workers into this country to eliminate or to reduce all the wages for American middle class, because Mr. Greenspan believes we're making at least... 100% more than we should be making. In other words, he wants to reduce American middle class wages by over 50% so that we would be competitive with the rest of the world. But the rest of the world, especially the countries he's talking about, are third world countries. So, um, and it, it seems like Hillary Clinton has kind of adopted his uh, his philosophy. Yeah, but you see, that, that philosophy, he, I know this when he said that well over 10 years ago when he started promoting that when he was still yep. chairman of uh, the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve. But exactly. you know, that is, you know, my ears went up over this whole New World Order, uh, you know, global currency, global, you know, global crush, because this is what they wanted to do. This is what their plan was, to destroy the American middle class and to destroy the American industrial uh, core, all right, 
and, uh, and 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 bring the uh, bring the middle class down to uh, third world standards. third world standards. Okay. Well, at the same time, raising uh, com- countries like China and everybody else to uh, middle class statuses that uh, were once afforded. But by not them. reducing their uh, well, oh, 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 you know, no, their, no, increasing uh, their own personal sure, uh, wealth. Every congressman and senator and 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 yo-yo in in in, uh, in the government has increased their standard of living, uh, except for dramatically. You know, yeah, the federal government anyway, not not probably not the state governments, but. Yeah, because the guest worker program, these 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 preferences in, in employment visas, are targeted at American middle class jobs. Uh, That's they're, right. they're not, you know, they're not going to be flipping burgers in in McDonald's. You know, that's where the illegal alien issue comes up. But with these these other folks, the the, the foreigners who are imported are looking for American middle class jobs. You know, and, and that's jobs, good tech jobs, yeah. teaching jobs, maybe. Yeah. And oh, why don't they have them in their own countries? I mean, why don't they have these jobs? I know they're developing those industries. Why don't they have these jobs in those countries? Right. That's you know. an interesting question. But you know, what I what I've discovered when, in researching this is that there's no reciprocity in any of these countries from whom we're importing labor. I mean, if an American wanted to go to India, not that anybody would want to. Um, because it's not, you know, a great place to live given uh, a lot yeah. of the, the religious um, turmoil going on over there. Um, you know, in India, you simply can't get a job because they're not going to allow foreigners in. So, uh, and then of course Mexico. I suppose you could get a job in Mexico, but then the next question is, why do you want to move to a third world country? Well, there's plenty of nice places in Mexico, but you're not going to get a middle class, a U.S. middle class job there. I've worked in Asia, um, you know, for about four years, and, and because what I was making. What are chan- your chances here? What are the chances of us getting getting some uh, um, uh, justice here, and, and these people getting their jobs back, and stop this insourcing? Uh, are you are you seeing any headway in this in this lawsuit, or, or have you, um, you know, well, with, there been a with the Disney. Comment? With the Disney lawsuit, it's only just uh, it really is in its infancy. Um, but I do have other uh, lawsuits, major lawsuits going on. One is against Molina Healthcare, uh, which is a five billion dollar a year corporation. They make five billion dollars a year uh, from the U.S. government because all they do is Medicare. So the taxpayers give them five billion dollars uh, in in you know in revenues. And what they what they've done over the years years is to eliminate their U.S. workforce. I mean their IT department. Uh, has become known as Little Mumbai because there aren't any, any but there isn't any other uh, nationality there except for Indians. And, and and I want to emphasize, I'm not blaming the individual uh, worker, the Indian contractor or anything. He's coming over here to work. He doesn't know what's going on. I don't believe he knows what's going on. But the bosses, the director, board of directors of, of uh, Molina Healthcare, the board of directors of Cognitive Technology Solutions, they know what's going on. In fact, Cognizant Technology Solution is traded on the stock exchange, and as such, they have to provide uh, reports to the Securities and Exchange Commission, which are public documents. And in those 10K reports, Cognizant admits they recruit only from India, young male Indians, to bring to the United States to replace U.S. workers. Okay. 
Uh, and the greatest risk they tell, they tell their shareholders, the greatest risk to their business, is if Congress ever decided to enforce the law. So, yeah. you, know, you know, so, so here they are, just you know, being blatant about the whole thing. And why doesn't Congress do anything? They know about it. I mean, the Government Accountability Office has done several investigations and has always concluded that these guest worker visa programs are just rife with fraud and abuse. People coming in and getting paid what the law requires them to get paid, putting down job locations that don't even exist. You know, so there's plenty of fraud going on out there, but nobody wants to do anything about it. Jim, are there any are there any uh, unions uh, fighting this? I mean, uh, in uh, in these companies, are there any of these companies that are unionized? Unionized or no? As far as I tell, no. I haven't come, run across a company. Uh, are, that has, has done this, imported H-1Bs when a union exists. Uh, I, one entity that has, and that's the state of California. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was famous in, in my circles for refusing to hire U.S. workers and just glorifying, praising all the H-1Bs. In fact, he's quoted as a lamenting the loss of several H-1B uh, employees because then he'd have to hire an American. I mean... <laughs> That's what he said. I, you know, we need to keep more H-1Bs because I don't want to hire American workers. And he even exemplified that. Because remember TARP when, during the recession uh, of, you know, 07 to about 2010, and remember, billions uh, of dollars. I remember when he said yeah. that, too. And I remember when, yeah. I remember, I don't know if you were on maybe our show at that time and brought it up, but he was also, uh, high, he had, his, the entire California DMV was operated out of Mexico. Yeah, someplace. Yeah, he was hiring Mexicans. Okay, illegal Mexicans. Mexico. Yeah, actually, the DMV was actually centered in, in Mexico. For, I don't remember that. There, call centers or whatever it was, but uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable that what kind of. Oh, what's the matter with the California people anyway? To 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 have elected a nut like that. And to allow know? it. And to allow it. You know, I did. You know, it's beyond me. You know, it's beyond me. What's the matter with California? Wow. Yeah. Sorry, and Jerry Brown's the same. Huh? Yeah, Jerry Brown. He wants H. He wants to increase the hiring of H one Bs. Jerry Brown does. Yeah, yeah. He's just. Yeah. Uh, he's just. Uh, what? What's happened to him? He. I mean, it's hard to believe that he would support something like that. Well, you know, I, I just fall back to to what uh, the Professor Metloff has his research has revealed, is that. The campaign contributions are just too big to resist, and, and Jerry Brown is a politician, and so he needs to be paid somehow. So, That's right. but yeah, he's been quoted as saying he prefers H-1Bs. Uh, but I, but I also believe I I think I They're think destroying this country. They're just destroying it. It's a it's a it's a government sponsored mandate. Okay, or you know that uh, you know that we destroy the the middle class in the United States. You know, it just seems to be. Is that what you're seeing? Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again... It's own country. You know, it's own people. Yeah. yeah, Congress has, has betrayed us, uh, literally. I mean, they've been paid to ignore the plight of the American worker. Because, oh, uh, in, fact, in fact, I was just reviewing some numbers from the Department of Homeland Security, which is, of course, a government agency charged with protecting uh, and operating all of our ports of entry. And so when a foreigner comes in, uh, whether it's to visit or to do business or whatever, 
you know, they, they have to have authorization called a visa. And right. so the so at each port authority, every individual who comes into this country is recorded. The reason why they came in is recorded. And at the end of the year, the Department of Homeland Security publishes their annual yearbook. And I was reviewing that, and the number of imports is just huge. We're, we're bringing in about 3.5 million a year. This is just workers to replace American workers. 3.5. They're just flooding in here. Um, I did a, a analysis uh, several years ago of the numbers brought in during two, between 2007 and 2010, right? The period of our Great Recession, and it was over 8.3 million imported foreign workers. And I don't think it's coincidence that the Department of Labor reported that for the same years, there were 8.3 Americans who, million Americans who lost their jobs. And then you couple wow. that with the fact that during that same period, the corporations reported exceptional, extraordinary profits during a recession when they're laying off eight point some odd million American workers. How do you do that? Well, you do that by bringing in labor from overseas. And it's cheaper, okay? It's, it is cheaper. But you exclude, you have to exclude all American workers from the job market. You have to say, we're not going to hire Americans. We're not them compete because I think everybody knows that you you put an American worker against any other worker in the world one on one and American worker is always the best because and, and I back that up with with research from for example Duke University which surveyed some some US employers now this is going back to the 1990s early 1990s and um, the the US employers said that you know they prefer US workers because not only common language, but American workers are taught teamwork and they work as a team where you don't see that in foreign countries. And when I was overseas and working overseas in the early 1990s, I was there for about four years. Um, and actually, you know, the people were nice, but I actually noticed that myself is that you know, in, in, in other countries, they're not taught to work as a team. It's all very individualistic. And, um, you know, so in any event, in any event, one thing I did want to touch on, though, just to show you the depth and breadth of what's going on with this uh, dumbing down of, of the American middle class is happening in our universities these days. Uh, there's a visa called an F visa, which is for students. A time when anybody, any foreign student on that visa not work. Well, after a series of campaign contributions, Congress decided to allow them to work. And they created these programs to allow employers to hire these college students. And once the student works with this employer for one year, and he's still a student, mind you. He'd probably get hired his freshman year or sophomore year. And, and let's say his senior year, he's, he's still working there. He will get an H-1B visa and replace. And he's already replaced a U.S. worker, but now he'll permanently replace a U.S. worker. He hasn't even graduated yet, and he's going to get an H-1B visa, which requires that the applicant be highly skilled and highly experienced. But this is a, not even a college graduate kid who's had zero experience and, it, and is, you know, is, is taking the place of U.S. workers. And that's one reason why. And, and my, and, well, before I say that, the numbers are 3.5, approximately 3.5 million foreign students are 
graduating this year, and they've already have jobs. And Yet who's, Americans, who's paying their college tuition? Yeah, corporations. So well, they get corporations paying for their college as well. So they come over, yeah. they get their they get their college tuition paid for, and then they graduate and they get a job. And my neighbor, who sacrificed to send their kid to college, you know, borrowed money, the kids borrowed money, and they graduate and they have to work at Starbucks? You got it. That's yeah. that's the destruction of the American middle class. That's going on today. That's, yeah. uh, that's, it just makes me sick. No, that's why we, we we do this. Tonight is our, our union night show, and... Um, well. Have you have you talked to any of the union bosses no, about uh, this? Have they gotten involved with have this? Have they gotten involved with this lawsuit? Are they talking to you at all? The heads of the, yeah. you know the Trump, uh, AFL-CIO or, uh, or AFSCME? Well, for, there's, there's two aspects to that answer. The first one is uh, I have just filed what is known as an administrative complaint with the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which is a prerequisite before I go to civil court against the Screen Actors Guild, who is, I have a client from the Screen Actors Guild who alleges that she's been replaced by an H-1B, okay, um, imported specifically to replace her. Um, so that union, and, and of course SAG is a union, so uh, their response I haven't gotten yet because it's still pretty early. Um, as far as other unions, the general answer is no because um, most unions haven't become aware, like the general population, they haven't become aware of this. However, last, I believe it was last year, uh, in Southern California Edison Company laid off approximately between five and 600 U.S. workers after forcing them to train their replacements, just like Disney does. And, and so the union is finally, the union down there is finally trying to get involved. You know, uh, the, the people who were fired were not union members, but uh, there's, from what I understand, there's now a very big uh, movement to try and and get the IT employees unionized. Uh, too late for those folks who got fired, but you know, maybe it'll save some other jobs. Disney, you know, picked on all the non-unionized people when when they fired uh, approximately uh, 600 people, you know, this past year. So and then they'll um, move on to union members. Is there any any way to um publicize what Hillary Clinton has done, and I suppose that's with the support of Barack Obama. You know, publicity is so hard to come by these days. Uh, I've been interviewed by the New York Times, various reporters, uh, about seven or eight times, and the reporters all get excited about, you know, the, the, the story, and then it dies. And, and I've talked to them after, after you know, I, I inquire what happened to the story, and they all tell me, you know, some editor up on the higher floors killed the story for some reason. Well, many of the corporations that are engaging in this illegal practice are advertisers for the New York Times. But, uh, but so are the all the... And not only that, New York Times is a, is a mouthpiece for the government as well, so they're not going to... They're not uh, going to go against yeah, the government. They're, 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 they're probably one of the worst papers. I guess the Washington Post is, is the CIA. Second, yeah. has always been a CIA arm anyway. And, uh, real quickly, real quickly before before we leave the uh, New York Times, it was curious that on June third, it was actually the New York Times article that broke the news of what was what Disney was doing in in um, 
Disney World in Orlando, Florida, where they laid off approximately 400 U.S. workers, forcing them to train, you know, their foreign imports uh, replacements. I was shocked at that because, you know, New York Times never publishes these types of stories. But later on, when we tried to communicate with a reporter, she was extremely rude and extremely standoffish. Like, you know, I don't want to talk about this anymore, which definitely left me with the impression she got in trouble for publishing that. So, but I don't know that for a fact. Uh, no, that's true. And not only that, but you see, what they, they, this operate this new world order. And I I know it sounds conspiratorial and all that, but look what's going on. The the, the thing that they always do is before, is is when it's like they, they, always had, make it they always make something public before it happens. Okay, they always put something out there and make it public. Well, like they they're going to you know say they're going to say something, you know. So that so it looks like they like they're at the at the forefront of it, but if the New York Times is actually saying something like that and 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 exposing that, and all they're saying is that everybody in the country is doing it, okay? So you know. So it's so, okay. So it seems so it's okay. You know what I mean? Trains, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's interesting, but you know what? Um, I've got. I, I, before I, I filed my first lawsuit involving this, uh, these guest worker visas, I, I researched all the cases that have ever been filed uh, against corporations because of uh, these, these immigrants replacing U.S. workers. And I think I have the only, I have a unique theory uh, based on uh, the civil rights laws in the state of the, both the U.S. and in California here, which is that you know you cannot be displaced by because of a preference for or against a certain national origin and that's exactly what's happening because these companies like cognizant and infosys and tata that i mentioned they all in writing in the sec reports all admit that they have a preference for indians young male indians and that's illegal and even if the u.s business doesn't know about it which is virtually impossible they do know about it they become responsible for that. And so that's why in Long Beach I've sued both Molina Healthcare and Cognizant because that's their conduct, is to fire only Americans and hire only Indians. Um, You know, and along that, along that thought, you know, the job market is, like I said, I've said, I'll continue to say, has excluded U.S. workers. And that is really, really really evident in want ads, in job advertisement ads, ads uh, where you find advertisements that say H-1B apply only or uh, no Americans needed. Um, really? And, yeah, yeah. In fact, Senator Grassley from, uh, I believe a senator from I- Iowa, uh, who's, a, who's the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, has conducted several investigations, and he's actually announced his his conclu- the results of the investigation is that they actually exist, these ads. I mean, and I don't mean, you know, he doesn't have to tell me because I could actually, I could actually see them out on billboards. And if you get on the Internet, there are, there are companies, and I think you brought this up a few moments ago, you know, there are job search companies that want only Indians. They'll ask for, for Indian students. You have to have an F-1 visa or you're on one of these F-1 visa programs like uh, CPT or OPT, you know, and I won't get into the details of that, but they'll say only foreign students need to apply. 
And, in fact, there have been job fairs put on by American companies such as uh, Amazon where only foreign students are invited. So uh, examples of exclusion of, American, of Americans from the job market are, are becoming more and more frequent, and, and it's, it's very easy to see. Um, the, the number of, of job, uh, search program, job search companies in India is easy to track because you just have to go online and, and search for Indian companies. And they're, they're searching for Indians to take jobs in the United States. You know, everything from kindergarten teacher right up through 12th grade, professors, you know, college professors. Uh, I saw one ad for neural surgeon uh, in Dallas, Texas. I don't know if that ever got filled. I didn't bother to apply. But um, and the, the most curious thing, of course, is that they're asking for attorneys from in, in India to come to the United States. Well, I don't know how they're going to pull that one off, especially since you've got to pass bar examinations here, but never mind that. Uh, but they do ask for things like landscape architect, physical therapist, such and such. Well, they won't have so. to meet the same standards that you and I do. I guess not. Yeah. Because they're foreign, nope. so they'll be under some umbrella that protects them. Some waiver, yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't be able to get that waiver. Oh, no. no. We wouldn't even be able to get into the country once <laughs> I no. get a waiver. You know, if, if it's a professional job where you need a license, it's, I think it's very difficult for for an import to succeed. But um, but bringing them in to take over other jobs is 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 very easy. Um, you know, the the uh, the um, what was his name? Uh, the Indian secretary for for their economy. And I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank again. Uh, has has stated, and he was actually been quoted in, in some newspapers that you know the Guest worker, U.S. guest worker visa is India's best friend because they keep so many Indians employed, uh, and, and we're talking, you know, three million, probably three million a year, or more. Yeah. But, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, why? How? I, I, you know, for us to be, uh, for us to be subsidizing that kind of insanity, you know, of putting our jobs overseas. But not even putting them overseas, bringing them here and, and kicking people out of here, and that just is total lunacy. And you know, I, I thank God. I, I mean, we, I, I yet I've yet to hear Trump attack that yet. Okay, mm-hmm. but if anybody does, he may. Okay, and if he does, uh, that'll be a wonderful thing. And, I'll, and I tell you, I'll be looking forward to to, to seeing if he does in the earth. You want you want to you want to uh, send him information on it. Yeah. Have, if, you, have, you, if, have you have you done that? You know. He's oh yes, I have. That's about. You know. Um, have you done that? Let start, well, let me start off by saying that um, yeah, I, I started giving interviews about two weeks ago, um, and then within a couple of days, my website was hacked. And so I don't have any access to it. I'm in the process now of, of oh, no. rebuilding we built the website. And um, you, what, I, what I'm also Facebook? doing, though, is um, say that again? Are you on Facebook? I, I will be. I will be. What I'm doing right now is I'm updating all of my research. Uh, I'm getting the latest numbers from the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, I'll put it all together, and then I will... If I if I can find a way, I'll email it to to um, uh, yeah, do it on to Donald Trump. We, we, and, uh, really, and actually, really get a 
Too, you, know? you know, you could do that with all those politicians are on Facebook, oh, every single one of them. Everybody. And then um, then you can also make public who responds and who doesn't. Right. You know, who really has the American dream in their heart and who doesn't mm-hmm. will yeah, be yeah. shown by the response to what you send yeah, them. And they I, don't respond. In a lot of ways, I'll tell you the truth, in a lot, a lot of ways. Facebook, Facebook is a, is one of the, an activist's best friend, all right? Um, you know, you can get out all kinds of information on Facebook. Get it out there. And you can get our, to our a show, lot of people. Yeah, and this show is is is, is uh, heard every, we have over, I don't know, maybe, I'd say about 12, yeah, 12, 12, 12 1,300 uh, uh, friends that, uh, and I don't know, that listen to this show every 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 week. Just on the Facebook, and and from it's unbelievable, the kind of people because it, it comes up every every show three nights or twice a week rather, and it goes on and it's publicized as an event on Facebook, and then people go to it, you know. But that'd be but, a good way to get your message out. But yeah, you need you need to, you really need social media right now because nobody's gonna, you know. It, it, that's how people that's how people connect today. Yeah, yeah, and you know they, you they know, do. I, and, I actually- I actually do have an intent. I actually do have an intent to publicize this on on Facebook. But I, I saw a news article the other day, very serious one. Um, the the, um, the Center for Immigration Research publicized some numbers about you know like what I what I've said that there are millions of of workers coming across the border entering this country to take U.S. jobs, and they're they're aimed at the middle class. Well, it turned out uh, Zuckerberg, I, guess, I think his name is Zuckerberg, he's the owner of Facebook, has ordered yeah. those such sites to be closed down. You're not, you're not going to be allowed to Any Anything that has anything, that, that shows anything negative, again, uh, importing foreign workers. Really? You know, oh, at least, I didn't know that. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, that was a, state, that was a statement in a news article. Uh, and, and I intend to to put that on my my website and hopefully on Facebook uh, if yeah. it's allowed. But, but, but you know, uh, yeah. and Twitter, put it on Twitter. Put Twitter. it on Twitter. Twitter account. You know? A lot of, lot of people tweet. And use uh, yeah. you know follow Trump, you know, and and get his tweets, and you can tweet them back. And but, see see if he'll pick it up because he's very interested in immigration. He, and he's developing a policy right now for immigration, and if he can handle that. I, you know, I, I really think he needs. To. And even even if you don't particularly care for him as a candidate, he might get your issue out. You'll definitely get the word at out. Least, at least, at least your issue issue yeah. may be thrown out there to be discussed, yeah, and that's you, really what you want. Yeah, because you know Hillary isn't going to do it. You know every damn Democrat in the country is not going to talk about it because they want. Maybe that. Bernie Sanders will. I even doubt he will, because he's uh, yeah. you know he's the major socialist guy, you know, and everybody's for. Uh, you know, know. He's, he not gonna, he's not going to offend the... the, the uh, he wants to improve the lot of the American... He, he needs workers. Univision, okay? Yeah. And uh, Donald Trump doesn't. So it's like... Well, I'm know, hoping... Every Democratic I'll, candidate needs the Hispanic vote, you know? Yeah. Sorry, what? Well, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping that uh, Bernie Sanders will, is is open to this. Like I said, I have seen some of the statements he's made on the congressional record, which is very uh, very much in support of the American people and against this H-1B fraud and abuse. Um, however, he's running for president now, so we'll see if he still has the same uh, stance on that. 
I, I was able to communicate with um, a gentleman named Alan Grayson, who's uh, uh, in the House of Representatives for uh, the state of in, from the state of Florida in the district where Disney World exists. And so it was his, it was Mr. Grayson's constituents that got laid off. Uh, but when I communicated with him, his response was more of a shrug of a, of a, of a shoulder, which, and he said, well, it's done, it's passed, and they've discontinued their program. Well, they haven't discontinued it because they haven't renounced it yet, and they didn't make any attempt to hire back the 600 Americans laid off. And so uh, it's my guess hey, that what Disney just do. Is he a Republican or a Democrat? He's a Democrat, but I'm going to... I'm going to meet him. Uh, I'm going to have the opportunity to meet you know, with him in September, and uh, I'll, I'll present him with the questions and the numbers and ask him, you know. Oh, you know, you should also you should talk to that um, Wasserman. Uh, she's the she's the uh, Republican, uh, uh, the head of the Republican Party there in the uh, uh, in the House, mm-hmm. right? De- Deborah uh-huh. Wasserman. Right. She's from Florida. Yeah, she's in Florida. And, uh, you know, she's all pro-liberal, pro-this, pro-that, pro-pro-pro-pro-pro, but, you know, uh, I don't know if she would be, uh, if she would even care about, uh, you know, who knows, you know. It'd be be interesting to see what her reaction would be, but she's a a major Democrat, uh, you know, so. You just said she was a Republican. No, she's a Democrat. Rossman is a Democrat. She's the Democratic Party down there in in Congress. Uh, yeah, I find it, the one thing that I, I find most conspicuous is that you you have all these Congress p- people uh, you know coming out and saying I'm pro this I'm for you I'm for them I'm you know and they've got all these special causes but not one person not one person has said I'm pro American worker I want American jobs to stay here in this country not even Donald Trump has said that and you, you know, know what I, I, you know what? Trump has said that. I've heard him say that. He has yeah. said that. Yeah, and he said. I hope I hear him. Yeah, I I have heard him say that in uh, in speeches, and um, we would, I would encourage a lot of people. That's why he's got so many people who who, who like him, right? Uh, and he does. He says, "I want Americans to be great again. I want Americans to have American jobs, and to, to grow this country, and so on and so forth, and to stop." being screwed over by other countries, you know, and, uh, and these trade agreements and these corporate uh, handouts. And uh, he says, it's just, it's just, uh, we got to, we got to get this country back on its, on a, on a move. And uh, people, it's resonating hope, with people. Because, uh, you know, he's yeah. the only one really saying it, you know. So, yeah. Well, he's the only one who's really taken a stance in anything. But I hope one day to hear Donald Trump say, I want to see an end to the guest worker visas because, there's too much fraud and abuse, and it doesn't protect the American worker. That would be a little well, challenge, challenge him yeah, on oh, challenge him on that. He's a guy that you absolutely, know absolutely. challenge him, see what he has to say. Yeah, because I mean, I would huh? take it to him. I, I would write to him right right now, right now, and say, "What's your what's you, what's your you opinion say on you, you on say on you want America great again? The only way to do it is by Americans working to be able to make America great." Right. You have to stop these corporate. What, what do they call them? What kind of visas? Uh, what are they? Uh, guest, guest worker visa preferences. So yes, there's well. there's a about twelve different categories. You know, and H one B is the one you hear about the most. 
the E1s and the Bs and B123, and they all include families now. So when the worker comes over, the foreign worker comes over, he gets to bring his family and his cousin and, you know, yeah, the whole... It's, 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 it's another anchor. So we, we got, you know, I think I think Donald Trump's on the right path with this concept. You know, a lot of people hate him, and a lot of people think he's a Nazi, and a lot of things, yeah, he's Hitler and this and that. But you know, he's the only guy standing up, you know, to 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 these people, and uh, right. and and the government, and saying, look, you know, you're killing us here. We're we're dying here, and uh, the people are dying, and and uh, we have to. You know, correct it, but I, you know. I don't know whether you can trust him or not, but I would think your 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 objective would be to make that part of the dialogue. Yeah, if anybody, yeah, and I would I would trust him to to be more vocal on that issue than uh, Bernie Sanders or uh, Hillary. I definitely know Hillary Clinton, and you know, uh, and and uh, as as Trump says, he he has plenty of money. He doesn't need anything from the corporation. No, he doesn't need anything from them. But at the same time, you know, he. Said, he said he wanted to make uh, the American worker strong again, and he wanted to get back these jobs. So <laughs> I know I've heard, I know I've heard Donald Trump say he's against the uh, was it Trans Pacific Trade Treaty. Um, yeah. And, and you know the 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 details of that treaty are still being negotiated, but so far there's been no public revelation of of you know even the general framework and. Uh, only WikiLeaks has been able to to publish some documents regarding the the, the general yeah. framework, and some of the experts well, are, are are saying that you know that treaty is meant to take U.S. jobs away. Uh, now, yeah, how they're going to take U.S. jobs, who knows? But but um, I find it curious that the government does not trust the American people enough to tell them, you know, uh, to give them an idea of you know well, what are the parameters. Do, they, yeah, if they were open about taking another. Uh, five million jobs away from Americans and sending them overseas, or better yet, uh, 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 insourcing people from overseas into taking American jobs. I mean, don't you think that they'd be revolting in, in a few places? I think they would be. Oh, yeah. And right now they well, can't afford because uh, you know they're they're trying to keep the kettle from blowing off as it is. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope honest. to be able to get. I hope to be able to get my news out to 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 the public somehow, because it isn't just me saying this. What I what I'm saying is merely parroting uh, out what the government numbers are, uh, government uh, investigations have shown, what uh, you know other people have have written about it. Uh, researchers such as Professor Metloff and Ron Hera from uh, from uh, New York, um, you know. So so it isn't just me saying things. Whatever I have said has come from documented sources. And uh, eyewitnesses, and and I think when the if the American people ever get a chance to to read about what has actually happened, whether it's from me or from the documented sources, you know, I think the people will be very very angry with with our government because oh, it's, it's be just very, yeah. Well, you so, th- we uh, cer- we certainly have an uphill battle with this, and I and I hope you have success in getting it out there so the public can understand what's happening. And be able to put pressure on our political system to stop it. 
And we'll be, and, and, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, be we'll, we'll certainly do as much as we can with our small show we'll, to we'll, talk about we'll it. We'll be featuring this on the on the network uh, and with, after tonight. So, and when we yeah, have our union tomorrow. show with our union representative, we're going to talk about it with him. Which will probably be next week. Which but, will uh, probably be next. Um, you know, we do every week, every every week this this program. But uh, this is definitely He's something not. that I've known. Yep. You know, by everybody. He's, My God. Please have the, the union person call me, or and and by then I should have my website back up and and keep your fingers crossed, maybe maybe Facebook, um, and um, yeah, you, you know, just keep in, you um, keep in touch with us as well, uh, you know, uh, through Eileen or give, give me a call. Uh, you can also get my uh, email at l a steel s t e e l t v like television at yahoo dot com. Okay. Okay. So you can always get. And, uh, we can uh, email him. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk to our union contact and ask if um, he would like to get in touch with you, or you can get in touch with him if that. I'll get be more information on that too, because uh, you know I'm sure that um, you know Trump, uh, you know AFL CIO, um, so, uh, you know, and uh, Saunders and so on. These guys would like to uh, know more about what's going on and, and try to establish some kind of a plan of attack to... to, to uh, and at least have a policy to, on it. Yeah, yeah, and, and make that maybe part of their platform when they talk to... Uh, uh, candidates. ...sponsor their candidates. This, this I think it, it's something that's very important. Right, but we'll definitely try that, and we'll help you out as much as we can on that. But, um, I appreciate the show's, Yeah, the show's kind of over, but we want to thank you very, very much for being on. And, uh, well, thank you for having me. I admire what you're doing, and I hope you can help those people get their jobs back or make a dent somehow in, in all of this, or get compensated somehow. Now, I think it's an important topic, and I think it needs to be brought to the public's attention, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. especially in this election cycle, and we hope that you can uh, make some traction that way. And thanks very much for talking with us tonight. Yeah. So, well, thank good, night, you. Uh, well, thank good night, James, and um, thanks for being right. with us. Good night. Oh, and what what is your website, by the way? We'll get that for him. Yeah, we'll get that. I just want to make sure um, he didn't that. But anyway, I want to thank everybody who joined us tonight, and uh, we hope that you will uh, continue to join us in the future. Now, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. see. I gave you his website in just one second. Probably down at the bottom there. Hopefully I can.
Good night, everybody.